Welcome to episode 69 of the official Average Boy Podcast. I'm Jesse, editor of Focus on the Family Clubhouse Magazine. And I'm Bob Smiley, a.k.a. Average Boy, a.k.a. the personal pumpkin plopper of pitcher perfection. And uh, we're off. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? We're off? We're, we're off where? Off the air? You know, I gotta be honest, Jesse, with all the jokes you tell, I can't believe it took us this long to get canceled. <laughs> no, Bob, we're not canceled. In fact, our podcast is actually doing really well thanks to people rating it, writing reviews, and telling others to listen to us. Oh, cool. Hey, maybe we should pause while people rate, review, and tell others about us now. Or we could just give them what they want, Jesse jokes about cats. <laughs> Wait a minute, how do you know they want that? I don't, but I found some really good cat jokes in my Jesse joke folder. Oh, brother. Okay. Well, I guess the cat's out of the bag, so you might as well tell some. <laughs> you know, that's the joke my pastor just told about cats, but he said they're better in bags. I don't think he likes cats much. I think maybe he'd like them better if he hung out with cats at their favorite vacation spot. Oh, here we go. Okay, Jesse, where's that? Meowie. <laughs> <laughs> I love Hawaii, too. <laughs> okay, that wasn't bad. Uh, what else you got? Uh, well, uh, what do invisible cats like to drink? Uh, invisible cat? Oh, Meowton Dew? <laughs> no, uh, but that's a good one. Uh, invisible cats like drinking evaporated milk. Okay, before we actually do get canceled, uh, what did you mean earlier when you said, and we're off? Oh, I meant it like we're off and running. You know, when you open up with something like personal pumpkin plopper of picture perfection, I know we're about to hear a really good story. Well, I'm glad you think so because my parents aren't really fans of this one. Or at least they weren't fans of it when it was actually happening. But maybe they'll like it once they hear it again. Oh, so do they listen to our podcast? I think you're going to really like this story, Jesse. <laughs> well, I can't wait to hear it. Uh, just give me a second to get something in case I need to fix your pumpkin story. Hang on. My stories don't need fixing. Wait, what, what are you getting? Uh, I'm getting a pumpkin patch. <laughs> it's the only thing that can fix a pumpkin story. You know, normally I would groan right now, but you're actually kind of reminding me of how my story started. Oh, so it started with an amazing Jesse joke? <laughs> Jesse, it can't start with something that doesn't exist. K.O. But it does start with something I've heard over and over. You know, you know that pumpkin joke? That's my dad's favorite joke, so I hear it every October. And plus, you've already told that pumpkin patch joke on here. Oh, well, I guess I better take it out of my folder. I don't like repeating myself. My mom actually doesn't mind repeating herself. Uh, actually, my story starts with something that she repeats all the time. Ooh, uh, let me guess. Uh, she says you should always respect your elders when they tell great, hilarious jokes. <laughs> no, but that's actually really good advice. I'll do that if I ever actually hear one. My story starts with mom saying, it's like killing two birds with one stone. Which, if you actually think about it, it's sort of gruesome. I like chicken, but I don't want to think about how it gets onto my salad. 
<laughs> well, you know, I've always thought that was a strange saying, too. Uh, but I get the meaning. It means taking care of two things at once. But what does that have to do with pumpkins? My mom was killing two birds with one stone. Ugh. That just sounds mean. What I'm trying to say is she was taking care of two things at once by having us take our yearly family photo at church. Yeah, uh, I'm still not hearing a pumpkin in there. Uh, at church. You know, where there were a lot of pumpkins, as in a parking lot full of them at our annual fall festival. Oh, there's the great pumpkin. You see, Mom likes a lot of fall foliage in our family photos. Hey, she's a fall foliage photo fanatic. (laughs) Wow, nice alliteration. Thanks, but I'm just getting started. You see, the filled fall festival parking lot was making the fickle fanatic fervent with feelings of frenzy over fulfillment of the fall foliage photo finale. (laughs) Wow, so was it a finite finale of finesse? It was a farcical failure. A flourishing fluke fragrantly foiled our forecast. Okay, okay, stop. You win. I cannot keep up with this alliteration, and I really want to hear your story. So, can you just tell us what happened? Uh, fortunately, I'll forfeit and forsake my foreshadowing so you aren't forlorn. (laughs) And I'll be forthcoming with my tale of fortitude. (laughs) Wow, my grandfather gave me a thesaurus, and it's really coming in handy today. Okay, here's what actually happened. Because we dress up nice for church and mom likes a good family photo, she planned for us to take a photo in the church parking lot before the service started. This way, we'd go to church looking nice and we'd get our photo done. Ah, so killing two birds with one stone. I get it now. Yeah, so Sunday morning, my dad started by saying something that he repeats all the time. Oh, was it, Bob, wake up, we're going to be late. (laughs) No, but he does say that a lot. But he also says, stop fidgeting. That's what he was saying at the time. Uh, He was actually trying to fix my tie. You know, I love that your family dresses up for church. Looking nice is important. Uh, I learned that when I was a judge for a clothing race. Yeah, wait, you were a judge? Hang on, I I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to slip in another Jesse joke. Oh, come on, Bob. Don't you want to know who won the clothing race? (sighs) Okay, fine, who won? It was a tie. So anyway, my dad was telling me to stop fidgeting. He was actually shouting it, even though I was right in front of his face. So I apologized and tried to impersonate a mannequin. I also asked him when he started eating raw onions for breakfast. (laughs) I I shouldn't laugh at that. Uh, I feel kind of bad now about your dad's breath. No, don't feel bad. My dad actually was laughing a lot at it, too. In fact, he burst out laughing, causing onion bagel breath to engulf my entire face. Okay, well, I don't feel so bad at laughing at that now. Well, it was bad. Trust me, Jesse. I actually asked my dad if he could tighten the tie around my nose. I mean, who eats onion bagels for breakfast? You know, all this talk reminds me of when I proposed to my wife. You know, she had tears in her eyes. It was just so beautiful because I gave her an onion ring. Oh, man. Okay, so that's the end of today's official Average Boy. Oh, hold on, hold on. I'll, I promise I'll put away my Jesse joke folder because I really do want to hear the end of the story. <laughs> Proposing with an onion ring. Okay, I have to admit, Jesse, that was, a, that was pretty funny. Uh, oh, and what happened next was actually funny, too. While my dad was still struggling with my tie, I reached into my pocket and I pulled out a breath mint. And I said, here, Dad, pretend you're a scientist and try... An experiment. (laughs) Well, did your dad laugh again? No, he didn't, but I have to admit, I was kind of glad. Onions are super powerful. 
Anyway, once I had my tie on, I went into the kitchen, you know, to wait for my mom to start yelling. Wait, why would she start yelling? I don't know, but she came in and started shouting at me. She was like, don't get anything on your white shirt. I don't know why she was so worried, but, you know, I always obey my parents, so I put the strawberry ice cream back in the freezer, and then we loaded up and headed off to church. So you made it to church without messing up your clothes. You know, I'm proud of you, A.B. Thanks, but uh, you might want to wait and let me finish the story. So we were riding to church, and I decided to pass the time by just asking some random questions. Like what? Um, like I ask, hey, how do you get chocolate stains out of your pant leg? Uh, that doesn't sound like a random question. Yeah, my parents didn't think so either. I, Jesse, I got a huge stain on my pants from a chocolate bar that I'm pretty sure my brother left laying in my hand. So we had to pull over and try to clean the chocolate off. I'm telling you, at that moment, my parents really needed church. They were getting pretty frustrated. In fact, right before we pulled in the parking lot, mom gave me and my brother another speech about keeping our clothes clean. I think she was staring at me the whole time, but she may have actually, now that I'm thinking about it, she may have been staring at my Dr. Pepper bottle. A.B., did you ever stop to think that maybe food before the photo wasn't a good idea? <laughs> I'm still working on the stop to think part. Anyway, we found the perfect spot, and I started looking for the perfect pumpkin. Wait, just one? I, I thought you wanted, you know, lots of pumpkins in this family photo. Well, Mom was gathering the ones that she wanted for the photo, but I needed to find a big pumpkin to hide the chocolate stain on my leg from my candy bar. Uh, I... Thought you said your brother left that candy bar in the car. Anyway, I needed a giant pumpkin. Fortunately, being an avid outdoorsman, I scanned the parking lot and I found the perfect one immediately. You know, thanks to my keen eyesight. Yeah, so uh, how did you really find it? My brother pointed it out. That's what I thought. I ran over to the giant pumpkin and I stood there marveling at its creation. Jesse, this thing could have housed a stable of horses. You, you could have made like, I don't know, 1,500 pies from this thing. I didn't know whether to carry it or try to climb it. Unfortunately, my brother interrupted my thoughts by picking it up and walking off with it. <laughs> yeah, I like that your stories sometimes have these feats of unexpected strength. So exactly how big was this pumpkin? It was so big it probably had two zip codes, and my brother was just walking away with it. He said he wanted to sit on it for the photo, but I quickly convinced him that I needed it to hide the chocolate on my leg. So he set it down, and now this is where the story gets really crazy. Oh, wait. Crazier than a chocolate-covered, slightly onion-smelling average boy carrying a giant pumpkin to do a family photo shoot? <laughs> well, when you put it like that, maybe not. Anyway, my brother set the pumpkin down and I grabbed it. This thing was so big, I was now wondering if it would even fit in our photo. I was thinking we may have to do two family photos and have the first one say, to be continued. So anyway, I was waddling back to my family, holding the giant pumpkin tight under my chin. I thought your brother didn't have any trouble carrying it. Jesse, stop distracting me with the details. So I was about 20 yards from the photo spot. And that's when the giant spider crawled up the stalk of the pumpkin, and it was headed right toward my face. Ooh, well, uh, maybe the spider liked the smell of onions. <laughs> maybe so, but you know what? I wasn't going to have a conversation with it. I do not like spiders. Nobody in my family liked it. Actually, my grandfather calls spiders Cotton-Eyed Joe. Uh, why does he do that? He says because you only ask two questions about spiders. Where did he come from, and where did he go? I don't get it. 
I don't either. Uh, but remember what you said about honoring your elders who tell hilarious jokes? Uh, so what did you do? Did you give the spider an ear of corn? You know, that's how you get cobwebs. <laughs> oh, I bet your grandpa would like that one. No way. Anyway, I did the only thing I could think of. I threw the pumpkin to the ground as hard as I could. Jesse, it splattered everywhere. The, the pumpkin, not the spider. The pumpkin exploded and it threw pumpkin guts everywhere. Including all over your clean clothes. Yeah. Including all over my somewhat clean clothes. Let's not forget about the chocolate stain. There also may or may not have been some strawberry ice cream stains on my shirt, but let's move on. Everyone froze except for the spider who, you know, ran off laughing at me. <laughs> and I bet your parents were, uh, to borrow from your previous alliteration, furious. That's the funny part, Jesse. I looked up while scraping pumpkin goo off my chin and my shirt, only to see my mom. She was bursting out laughing. <laughs> she then said, well... Let's start stacking pumpkins. We gotta hide Bob's body for the photo again. Wait, uh, again? Did they have to do that for a family photo before? That's not important right now. The point of the story is my parents knew it was an accident, and they didn't let anger take over or control them. Oh, you know, I see where you're going with this. Uh, the Bible talks a lot about controlling our anger. Uh, in Psalm chapter 37, verse 8, it says, Turn away from anger and don't give in to wrath. Don't be upset because that only leads to evil. And Proverbs chapter 14 verse 29 says, A patient person shows great understanding, but a quick-tempered one promotes foolishness. You know, God doesn't want us to lose our temper because that's when we often make hasty mistakes. Exactly. God wants us to be in control and lead with love at all times. Ephesians chapter 4 verses 26 and 27 says, In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you're still angry and do not give the devil a foothold. You know, Satan likes it when we get angry because, well, like you just said, that's when we normally do something really bad. Oh, this reminds me of a question that we got from a listener recently. Uh, let's listen to what Jason has to say. Hi, Average Boy. I'm Jason Jr. I'm 12 years old and I'm from Maryland. And I love your podcast and your books. I have some questions for you. My first question is... um. I'm, I have some issues with my brother. Whenever he annoys me, I always have the urge to hit him, and I keep getting in trouble because he keeps being rude to me. Do you have any tips on how to handle this differently? And I also have a joke for you. Why did the bird have to stop talking? Because he used foul language. Okay, first of all, Jason Jr., nice alliteration in your name. Second of all, great joke. It's nice to hear a funny joke on here for a change. Ignoring that. And fourth, I totally get what you're saying. Brothers can be super annoying, but like we were just talking about, we can't let anger make us do something that doesn't honor God. You know, hitting your brother is never a good thing. So my suggestion is when he's being annoying, as all brothers are, just walk away from him. You know, maybe stop calm down, maybe go tell your parents or even ask your brother, are you trying to annoy me? Because it's not going to work anymore. You know, maybe your brother doesn't even know he's annoying you. Most of the time when brothers annoy you, 
It's just because they want your attention. Wow, you know, that's a really good answer. I agree with AB, Jason Jr. You know, try to stay calm and talk with your brother. Explain that you don't want to be angry with him and ask him, you know, not to be rude to you. A big part of relationships is respect. Show respect to your brother by talking to him instead of hitting him. And then ask him to respect you by not being rude. And if that doesn't work, talk to your parents about it. Because if they know you're trying to control your actions, they'll probably step in and help you. That's good advice, Jesse. Anyway, thanks for calling in, Jason Jr. We love hearing from our listeners. Okay, back to my story. We eventually got the family photo. That That's it? No, no crashing cows into the parking lot? No second spider? Nope. Just a photo that kind of sums up life here on Earth. Uh, how can a photo sum up life on Earth? Easy. It's not always perfect, but we should always make the best of it. Oh, and speaking of pumpkin jokes, as we drove home after church, Dad asked us, you know the best thing to put in a pumpkin pie? We all paused because we didn't know the answer, and my dad said, your teeth. <laughs> it was it was actually a new joke. Uh, we hadn't heard that one before. So it was a great ending to another great adventure. Well, speaking of great adventures, that's the end of today's official Average Boy podcast, a presentation of Focus on the Family. If you haven't heard our other podcasts, you can go back and listen to them all at averageboy.org. At that website, you can also find links to subscribe to Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine, where you can read a new Adventures of Average Boy story every month. And you can also click on the link to the Focus store to buy Average Boy's devotional books, Devotions for Super Average Kids, books one and two. Or you can get my new book, Average Boy's Above Average Year. All three books are filled with a lot of laughs. We love to laugh here, and we'd love to hear more of your jokes and questions. You can message us at averageboy.org by clicking on the Ask Average Boy link, or you can call us, like Jason Jr. did, and leave a message at 1-888-465-6595. Just make sure to get your parents' permission before you call. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. I'm Bob. And I'm Jesse, telling you, don't be average. Be super average. (laughs) Give a spider corn to get cobwebs. I gotta admit, the Jesse joke folder's getting better. He's out.